old-fashioned or are they timeless? In the recent news, the Queen Elizabeth has just passed, and I was inspired by her life of duty and her style and her styling herself with pearls to really do a full episode on the staying power and the styling of pearls. Pearls have been a long-used accessory for many royals, not just Queen Elizabeth, and many political figures in our history. And not only are they have they been used and styled so many different ways, they've also been a symbolic, they've also had symbolic meanings in so many different cultures and so many thoughts around pearls have been very timeless and lasting. So in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the staying and styling power of pearls and why they should be forever a jewelry box a staple. Welcome to Waste Up Wardrobe. I'm Christine Vartanian, a civil engineer and attorney turned personal style expert and image consultant. As the founder of Jade for All Seasons, I am passionate about unveiling the inner confidence of my clients by developing their personal style. But is getting dressed up still important in our virtual world? Well, that's where my experience can help with what I call Waste Up Wardrobe. Waste Up Wardrobe is a podcast for all things you need to conduct an outstanding Zoom meeting. It's about how to dress for the camera, but it's not just about the clothes. It's about everything you need to know to show up on brand and professionally for the camera. Join me in the Waste Up Wardrobe studio to discuss how to navigate this virtual world and dominate from behind the desk. Hello, Virtual Nation. Thank you for joining us for yet another episode of Waste Up Wardrobe, where we bring you a fresh new episode every single time. This is episode 112. We've got two years of Waste Up Wardrobe recordings, everything that you have to know to dominate from behind the desk and also learn about style and entrepreneurship and how to show up on camera looking your very best and very, very professional. So today, I was inspired by some headlining news um, with the passing of Queen Elizabeth. I realized just how much um, during her service and during her duty to her country, she really used pearls as a styling staple in her wardrobe. But not only did she do that, so many royals had done that too. So it kind of prompted me to go back in history and understand really better why that was and what was the symbolism behind using pearls so many for so many royals and so many political figures. So we're going to dive deep into that. But before I get started, I want to say thank you for, for joining us for another episode and supporting this community. Thank you to my amazing producer, Rick Moscoso, who's always here in the production room making this entire show possible. And know that we are on so many different platforms. We're on iTunes. You can listen to us audibly. Uh, we are on YouTube. We stream every Thursday at 1130 through Facebook. And we're live so we can have a dialogue about all the topics that we talk about. And it has been a great journey bringing you new, fresh topics. Today, we also have a, a, a guest on the show who is a jewelry designer and an expert at the work that she does. And we're going to be picking her brain a little bit about what pearls really have symbolized throughout the years and why they are so important and why they have such staying power. So I'm going to get started with um, introducing my super cool uh, guest, Julie Hales. Julie is a creative designer. She is, she wrote her creative abilities arose in elementary school when she began designing and creating her very own jewelry. She fostered a love for design through working in different various boutiques, upscale boutiques that really, um, 
you know, combined style of clothing with jewelry. Uh, she studied design and architecture at the University of Texas. And then she launched her very own line, which is a handmade jewelry line accessories, Julio Designs, which I am a proud promoter of the company. And I am so excited to be carrying a trunk show of her amazing designs. In, in, in 2015, the rapid growth of Julio Designs brought a new sense of purpose where she was uplifting women and reinvesting in their in their in their community not only um, are her products made in the united states julie proudly employs women many who are mothers who uh you know really want that work-life balance raising their children but also having a career and that is such an amazing thing thank you for doing that julie and thank you for being on the show uh, welcome to the show julie how are you today i'm doing great christine how are you Oh, I am so thrilled to have you here today. Um, we This topic, it was kind of evolved into something so interesting. First, it started out as, you know, an inspiration because of just the idea that royals have really, really utilized pearls in a very... Um, in a way that is always there, right? They always wear it in a certain way. Um, and they've used it, they, you know, it dates back all the way to Queen Victoria sometimes. And uh, Crystal Leone, I love your jewelry, she says, <laughs> Julie. So um, thank you for being here, Crystal. Um, I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. Um, so, you know, we want to dive deep. Not only do we want to talk about what's going on when it comes to the royals or the political figures, uh, but I want to talk about your experience as a jewelry designer, how it relates to this timeless gemstone of pearls. But before I get started, I want to just have people get to know you a little better. So I'm going to ask you a few rapid fire questions. Okay. Yeah. This and, this and that question, super easy, but it'll give us a little bit of background on who you really are, right? Okay. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Okay. Do you have any dogs? Uh, my husband has a dog. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. He's he's your husband's dog, right? Yeah. I was called, not my dog. Not my dog. <laughs> oh, it's his child. Okay. How about diamonds or pearls? Oh, pearls. Pearls. Yeah. I mean, diamonds, of course, also, but pearls. Yeah. I mean, if you were to ask me that question, I'd say both. Like, yeah. I I do not discriminate either between the two. <laughs> All of the um, how about gold or silver? Gold. Okay. Definitely. Tell me why. It's warmer. And, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm more of like, I, I think people should wear to their skin tone. So I think I it's more flattering for me personally. So there you go. Yeah, you know, I totally agree. I think um, I think there's definitely like not everybody can wear silver. Actually, I think, um, and I think that gold does have that sort of um, warmer feeling when you wear it. It's brighter. It's mm -hmm. happier. I think, um, and uh, it goes it goes with most skin tones. And um, there's something sophisticated about gold, right? It's, it also is feels very royal. Don't yes. you think? Yeah. Yes, definitely. So um, before we get started asking you like the deep questions, I just wanted to talk a little bit about just this idea of pearls, right? So there's always the, you know, pearls throughout the world have really had a lot of symbolism. Um, according to history and myths, pearls are symbolic of wisdom in Chinese culture. And especially if you're in the mar martial arts, if you've ever been involved in martial arts, there's this, um, you know, this idea of the dragons fighting over the pearl of wisdom, right? And 
And we also refer to the pearls of wisdom when we are, you know, talking about, you know, nuggets of wisdom, which I think is so interesting that it comes from there. And there's all these shades of pearls, the classic shade, of course, of that, that white, um, creamy white classic shade has symbolized innocence and purity and peace and beauty and new beginnings um, since the real since the beginning of time is also symbolic of sincerity um, based on some of the research I found. And it really is ageless and timeless. And it stands that test of time because if you really think about it, you know, pearls kind of are formed in a in this living organism, right? And they do stand the test of time. The time is what creates them and time is what forms them. And it's this sort of organic thing that is so beautiful. Sharon's here. Um, and she says, a pearl of wisdom had a thought of that connection. Yes. So, you know, it, at Jade House of Style, we're all about mind, body, and soul. Not only is, you know, clothes are so important, right? Accessories are so important, but they're really only a tool to up-level our inside. So we are very connected to the wisdom and the soul. And so just bringing up this idea of pearl of wisdom is very connected to uh, the whole, you know, values and core values of my company. Um, so and in each, like, pearl is kind of different, which I think is so cool, right? Um, they're often believed to provide um, the wearer strength and protection. That's another long lasting idea that was held um, in history, historically. And they have represented like love and purity, of course. And um, and when somebody cares about somebody, that it's a great gift to give, which I think is very, very interesting as well. So I'm just I just am curious, uh, Julie, you know, you obviously deal with a lot of gemstones, not just pearls, but when it comes to pearls, um, can you give us sort of a list of what the different types of pearls are, whether it be color differences or shape differences? Sure. Um, the, the most rare and the most valuable are the natural pearls. They're the ones that um, are, occur in the oyster from the little speck of sand or just a, a an irritant that gets into the oyster and then the knacker forms around the knacker is the, the, the pearly coating. So a little piece of sand goes in the oyster, the oyster gets irritated literally and starts to secrete um, a substance which coats the piece of sand. So it's no longer irritating. And that continues to build up and build up and build up and build up over years. And that's what creates a natural pearl. Those are very few and very far between. And those are by far the most valuable. It's very interesting if you ever don't do this because they're valuable, but if you ever have a broken pearl, you can see the rings like a ring of a tree on the inside of the pearl is absolutely fascinating. Um, another type of pearl is what a cultured pearl. And that's most of what we see now. And that occurs when you insert the irritant into the oyster to cause the oyster to start creating the pearl. Um, and then they can cultivate them in ponds and that gives you freshwater pearls. So the others are from the saltwater and these are in freshwater and they're pearl farms. So they have oysters in the water and they, culture the pearls um, and then you go into what are called glass-based or shell-based pearls which are artificial imitation pearls but they can be extremely high quality and so they have a nice hefty base to them in glass or shell and then that has an artificial coating on it and those those can last I mean they're not going to last forever like a genuine pearl would but they're great for fashion Wow. So I like to work in the natural freshwater pearls because then you get kind of the best of both worlds you get a decent price that most people can afford but yet it's a natural thing that's caused by nature like you like you said 
Yeah, it's so fascinating. I mean, that's such a wealth of knowledge. What you just gave us right now, these tidbits, like I, I did not know all those details, right? And I just think it's so fascinating that, you know, you got this this gemstone that's formed inside of like a shell or mollusk, right? And that they're just kind of these rare miracles of nature, mm -hmm. you know, and it's just organic. And there's something so fascinating about that. And as it, as it, to humans really from ancient times, but also um, this, this idea of nature, right? Mm -hmm. And how exciting nature can be. And, you know, also as I was kind of preparing for the show, there's all different cultures had different symbolic um, meanings for pearls. So like the Greeks believed that they were formed from the tears of gods and the Hindu culture pearls were associated with the moon and symbolizing wisdom and purity. In Chinese tradition, the pearl was placed in a dead person's mouth as protection to, to like aid them in their journey after afterlife. I mean, they've really intrigued cultures over time, mm -hmm. right? And um, they just have been very significant over across all cultures, really. Uh, so you know, it's, it, and, and that's kind of why pearls seem so unique and different because they are considered a gemstone. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah. Yes. But they are unique in that they are formed. They're not like mind, but they are formed as, you know, um, in this in this living organism. Yes. Yeah. And it's just so fascinating. Um so the I, I have these like uh, graphics to show that Rick will bring up in a second. They're the, like the formation of these pearls in clams. And it's so interesting. You see here, you've got the white pearl and the gray pearl. How do you know or do you have a like an indication of how that might occur in terms of color? It depends on the variety of the of the mollusk or the oyster that is that is making the pearl. It generally will match. The inside of a pearl, uh, the inside of the shell, is that's mother of pearl. You've heard of mother of pearl? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it, so that's what the coating of the inside of that shell is. So if it's if it's a white mother of pearl, it secretes a white nacre. If it's a gray, like an abalone shell, those are those really gray wow. peacocky color. That's where you get the peacock color pearls, which is the one on the right. Incredibly beautiful. It's just un unbelievable. Yeah, there are and no two are ever going to be alike, ever. I mean, they wow. are completely unique. And if you think your matched earrings are matched, they're really not. <laughs> yeah, but that's what's so special about them, right? Mm -hmm. That's what makes things like that so special. And so there are so many different colors of pearls as well. And the next graphic um, shows a lot of these, you know, um, different variation in color. Um, so there's the, you know, the creamy whites, and then you got the more yellow ones. You got brown, chocolate brown pearls, right? And gray. And the, I've, um, I understand that blue pearls are the rare. Is that correct? Uh, the, yeah, the, the ones on the bottom row are going to be there. Those most of those come from um, kind of down in like, like Tahiti, like South. They're, they're kind of yeah. called South Sea pearls. And that's why is that's where those uh, particular species of the shellfish live so that that's where they come from. So, you know, what's so incredible as I look at this chart right here. You know, we're just like I think human beings and just nature and, and, and life. Um, is 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 all in these tones, right? Mm -hmm. like we have different skin tones and all these, the creamy whites to like the peaches to then the more yellows to then the darker bronze, bronzes. I mean, isn't that incredible that you got nature mimicking itself? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, it's funny. We joke when we, when we see something that's badly dyed, we jokingly will say, that's a color not found in nature. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I always think that's funny with like hair dyes, right? Yeah. When people like are in like these bright pinks. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I totally uh, understand that. Um, so, you know, you know, we talked about a little bit cultural background and ancient history. Why do you think that pearls have been so timeless? Why do you think just over and over again, people keep wearing them and they're, they're, um, they, they just don't seem to ever go out of style? I think it's because they're they're rare and special. And I think everyone, you know, in ancient times there were there were no artificial pearls. Artificial pearls didn't come into being until like the late 1600s in Japan. Just another fun fact. Um, I love fun facts. Love that. Um, but they were so rare and and you're, you know, you're out and you're fishing for oysters and you're, you know, you're getting all this oyster stuff. And then all of a sudden is this just gorgeous, luminous thing and you cherish it and you want to show people and give it to someone you love. And then they wear it as an expression of this person gave this to me. And I, I think they just always had that, you know, you, you, you hand down your grandmother's pearls. I mean, I, you know, when you get your grandmother's strand of pearls, it means so much. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's just always been meaning attached to them. Yeah. It goes back to the rarity. That That's my guess. Yeah, absolutely. Back to rarity, but the, the also just the unique way in which they are formed, I think, mm -hmm. is just such an incredible... It's like a story, right? It's mm -hmm. a story of the pearl. And I think it's so interesting. Um, so, you know, you know, if we... Because this show was inspired by, you know, the recent passing of Queen Elizabeth, it was... I was really... Um, prompted to think about their the fashion and the style because that is just it's been so um, influential to the world as a, as in with politics as well. Um, but their century of symbolism wrapped up in the sort of royal in the royal pearls. You know, throughout uh, her life, Queen Elizabeth wore was rarely seen without pearls, whether it was combined with um, diamonds or just on their own at funerals, at appearances. She was always donning some kind of a pearl, either, you know, earring or necklace or brooch or crown, perhaps. And, um, you know, when they when they paid final respects recently to her, everybody in the royal family was sort of wearing some form of pearls, whether it was, um, you know, Princess Kate or, um, you know, um, Mer uh, um, Meghan Markle. They were all really donning pearls because of this sort of long-lasting tradition where female members of the fan of the royal family have been following the sort of protocol where, um, you know, in, during her funeral, as they have for many years before that, um, as did Lady Diana, she always was seen wearing pearls as in this picture right here, but also at um, you know, other funerals where, um, you know, even like great princess grace of Monaco's funeral, she was wearing that. And I know that there was a famous quote by her. Is that, is that right? Um, about um, yes. I, I believe when she was still grace Kelly, um, she said, pearls are the queen of gems and the gem of Queens. Yeah. And I think that's so perfect. Yeah. It's so perfect. Yeah. Um, another observation I've had with pearls is that you can be elegant and kind of showy, but it has that understated tone. So I think that's why you see them at the funerals. They want to look well-dressed. They want to be well put together and they want to be well accessorized, but you don't want to show up to a funeral and be the center of attention. Yeah. It's an understated dialed back elegance. So you're still showing up in your best, but you're not, it's not flashy. It's not 
over the top. It's not, hey, hey, look at me. There's restraint, I think, with pearls. Yeah, so true. I actually read that somewhere where um, they said that it's uh, it kind of, pearls. Uh, there was a historian that as I was kind of formulating the idea behind the show, there was a historian that had said that um, it's very traditional, obviously. um, But she also said that it was about the suppression of color, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, that pearls are not glittery or brash and that by choosing them, they were being low key, but also respectful. Mm -hmm. So it's exactly what you're saying. So interesting. Yeah. Um, I, I, and it's interesting because it also dates back to like Queen Elizabeth the first, mm-hmm. right? Where she was often in many of her portraits depicted with pearls. That was kind of a staple. And during that Renaissance period, uh, you know, there was this sort of the rarity and their high value. Um, they had become associated with wealth and her social rank, but also because Queen Elizabeth was portrayed as the virgin queen they symbolize purity and that's why in chastity and that's why she wore them in a lot of her portraiture uh you know so it was interesting just the the symbolic nature dating even back to queen elizabeth the first and i know in politics they're always being used um yes i i have looked at we did a collection a couple of collections ago and named the we always name our pieces because numbers are just boring, right? Yeah. Uh, and we name them after first ladies. And when I was doing that, I've learned that almost without exception, every single formal first lady's portrait, she's wearing pearls. And it goes all the way back to Martha Washington. So they have been around forever. I mean, we all remember Barbara Bush. Yeah. I mean, she made the joke about they covered up all her neck wrinkles. That's yeah. what she, that was her words. Yeah. <laughs> but that's she wore that big triple strand all the time. Is that, and they were also, I think, I think people wear a favorite piece of jewelry because it gives them confidence and security. And I think pearls do that for you. You know, you put on your pearls and you're like, hmm, yep, here we go. Yeah. And it's so interesting. If you, even if you go, I, th- I think that's so fascinating that even in politics with the first ladies, they always wore pearls. Did you say to me that they always wore pearls like at their portraits and their first portraits? Yeah. In their official White House portraits. Yeah. Almost every single one of them. And then, of course, you see them at state events, too. Yeah. But it, it's I think it goes back to that whole they don't want to be garish. They don't want to be too much. But it's that understated restrained elegance but it's a confident elegance yeah i mean as i you know prepared for the show and as i have this conversation with you i'm getting more and more falling more and more in love with pearls (laughs) because of just the whole the idea of the way that they happen to be and become and just the this all this um you know understated sophistication that they really portray and symbolize even dating back to queen victoria um so that's when sort of it was very much associated with mourning i i that's kind of what i had learned and that she always wore pearls in a lot of her portraits as well but it was associated with mourning and um you know like we've seen in many funerals they're always donning that because it has that muted sophistication mm-hmm. so very interesting um very interesting idea and we see the duchess of cambridge and all the other even younger royals the more modern day royals still 
you know, um, wearing pearls in their accessorizing. So it's not, so it just kind of shows, goes to show how um, timeless and, and, and um, the staying power that it has. And I'd love to see, uh, we actually have a couple portraits of Queen Victoria and uh, Queen Elizabeth I, if, if um, Ricky can bring it up. And Sharon is saying, I'm totally getting my pearls back out to wear. Yes, this is what we wanted to do. We wanted to inspire the audience to look at their pearls in a different way. And I don't know if Rick, you have that portrait of Queen Elizabeth um, the first, um, the, the sketches of her and uh, Queen Victoria to put up there. If you do, we'd love to see them. I'd love to show the audience really how they're portrayed in portraiture. Um, and, you know, this is the thing, right? You see how far back it dates, and then you see that we still wear them. And I really love pearls, and I love to wear pearls also in modern ways, right? So not your that necessarily your traditional necklace, but you want to be able to wear them in a way that is, um, uh, you know, um, current, right? So, and, and also aligns with your style. So I happen to curate a lot of pearls. Many of them are not actual real pearls, but like, you know, I, I'm wearing some circle pearls now. I, um, I will be carrying some of the pearls that you, uh, design yourself. In fact, you're wearing a pair right now that mm -hmm. with the hashtag pearls and shine, the first person who puts the hashtag pearls and shine will get a pair of these fresh, the freshwater pearls, yes. right? Fresh and, um, so Put in the hashtag Pearl and Shine to get those um, pearls uh, so that because Ju Julie is so generously gifting that to the first person who does that. But, you know, the, some modern ways like, you know, I, I saw some other jewels and you could see how they the usage of pearls in a way that's a little bit different. Right. And um, I really I have another um, jewelry designer who creates these pearls that are, I guess these are, are these Kashi pearls or sort of the irregular ones? Um, yeah, those are, they're cultured. And what they do, especially with those rectangle ones, they, they'll put a little piece of rectangular um, mother of pearl into the oyster. And yeah. then when it forms, it, it kind of free forms around it. Those are, those are wonderful. They're called Baroque pearls is the yeah. term. I, they're my, one of my favorites. I love those. Yeah. And so I just, I actually love That's gorgeous. Them. Yeah. I love them because they feel organic. They're not contrived. They just are very interesting and they're nested in these gold um, nests actually. And then here's like another style of earring with the like little Kashi pearls. And so, and mother of pearl, right? There's also this idea of mother of pearl that we can use. And my blouse happens to have pearls on them. Of course, they're not real, but <laughs> they are, they do give you that effect of um, how you can use pearls in so many ways, right? Not just in the jewelry, but even in some, you know, some of your accessories, like your, uh, like other accessories, like purses and shoes and, you know, in all different ways. And that's, and they're just, and they're white and that's so sophisticated. There's nothing more sophisticated than the, that sort of creamy white that you can wear. And um, uh, so we got Sharon Evans, Acres, Julia Designs, the most awesome jewelry, she says. Oh, yes, it is awesome jewelry. I'm so excited that I'm going to get to have a full collection of um, Julia's designs in my collection. I'm really, really thrilled and excited about that. Um, thank you for being for for working with me, Julia, and, 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 and helping me provide that to my customers because they're very special pieces. Um, 
so what would you say to people who think like pearls are old fashioned? What do you think? Oh, well, I mean, absolutely not. Um, we, we try, um, our, when we, when we're designing, when I'm designing things, I will look at current trends. So when all that delicate, delicate baby chain started becoming very popular a few years ago, we just, we incorporated pearls into it because it just made sense. So we, we try to take the current trends with the paperclip chain that's so popular right now. We have a, a bunch of paperclip chain pieces that have the pearls in it. So I think the pearls lend themselves because they're so, they're just so basic, but not in a bad way, not in the, you know, basic. Yeah. <laughs> They're just yeah. so universal. Let's use that term that they lend themselves to everything. We, we jokingly say our corporate colors are Turk and Pearl because we make everything in turquoise and Pearl. And we're like, okay, what colors should we do this in? Turk, Pearl. And then we go into other colors because we know that Pearl will always be one of our top selling colors. Yeah. Always. It always has been. It always will be. But it's, I think it, it, they're, they're just so, they're so flexible to work with. There's, it's the organic nature of them, but you can, like, I have on a stretch bracelet. I mean, that's a very modern take on it. Um, the little hoops, it, it doesn't have to be your grandma's button clip on yeah. earrings. You know, it, you can definitely take them and elevate them and update them and keep them current. Yeah. And I love the traditional way. Like if you have a long strand of pearls, you know, just wearing them and knotting them. I mean, there's nothing more classic than that. It's just such a great classic timeless look and it will always be elegant. And so do you have like a favorite type of pearl or shape of pearl or color pearl that you like to work with when you're designing? Um, we, I gravitate toward the white pearls just because they're, I, I like them. Um, I love coin pearls, those disc shaped flat ones. Um, I, I just, I like the, I like to touch them. They're very tactile. Um, and then just your basic round, they, they call them potato pearls because they're never perfectly round. A, a lot of things we do are potato pearls. Um, that's a great shape. And then I've become quite enamored with these little seed bead cluster ball pearls. Uh -huh. They're crocheted together in the, and then there's just little orbs. And I, this is kind of my latest obsession is these, they're just so much fun. Yeah. And I saw that in your collection, you have them in earrings as well. Mm -hmm. Did them yeah. in earrings. And then we also did just a single one on a baby chain, super yeah. delicate, much young, that. more modern, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And, and, and so, you know, these tiny little pearls, I have like a little bracelet that has like these tiny little pearls. Those are, are those seed pearls? Is that what seed they call? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so they're just baby ones. Like maybe they, they kind of get them out before yes. they form. Is that what it is? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. They're, they're, they're younger. They're baby yeah. pearls. <laughs> they're baby pearls. Baby yeah. Pearls. So it's so fascinating too how like the shape, the ultimate shape of the pearl, um, you know, the way it ends up kind of is very, is informed by the way it begins, right? Like if they're putting a flat starter, right? Mm -hmm. Or a grain of sand to, to culture it. Yeah, that. And then um, if, if the, if the oysters are not turned on a regular basis, they can develop a flat side, which some people like. Yeah. Um, so if you've ever seen the Baroque pearls that are very, very flat on one side, that's just because the oyster set. For, I mean, it, it just, yeah, it just forms. And then if they keep rotating, they'll get rounder and rounder. Yeah. So, but you've seen um, like five pointed star shaped pearls and diamond shaped pearls and heart shaped pearls. And it's just because they put a piece into the oyster of that shape. So you can really, they, they can be anything. Yeah. All sorts of interesting things. Yeah. And then, the, the longer they sit in the oyster, the larger they become, or they can start with a larger base piece, which makes the bigger pearls happen quicker. 
Yeah, no, that, and so how about like the discs though? How does that form? Cause that seems a little bit more regular in shape. Um, they put a little piece in a little uh, mother of pearl coin shape in there and then they do continue to rotate so they don't stick to the side of the shell. Yeah. And then they're all drilled after the fact. So someone, we don't, we buy them drilled, but someone has to sit and put the tiniest little drill bit through all of the, <laughs> ponder that one for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> that seems like a, a job, right? It's a job. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so, you know, I, I, I just think, you know, just having this opportunity to design with pearls can be very exciting because you can get them in so many shapes and sizes and colors. Do you have a favorite that you love to design with? Um, I, white. Um, and I, I do, I am obsessed recently also with the Baroque shape that yeah. you're showing me on that piece you held up because yeah. they're so organic and they're so, no two are ever going to be the same. Yeah. And so I've tried to do some kind of asymmetrical, a little more contemporary looking pieces with those. And those yeah. are fun. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about um, like what inspires your designs in general. Oh gosh. <laughs> Um, I always do say a good glass of wine um, definitely helps. Yeah. I, I will look at current trends, but I don't copy current trends, but I'm definitely inspired. So I'll look at runway. There's a few designers that I always look at Chanel, Dolce & Gabbana, some of my huge favorites. And then I kind of try to interpret that for a more, you know, everyday kind of person that's not so unobtainable because so much of that runway stuff, nobody's going to wear it in real life anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, th there's lots of long, lots of layers. Chanel always does what you're talking about, the, the long ropes yeah. dripping with pearls. And so we'll do, we'll do that kind of thing every once in a while. And then we try to reinterpret it. You know, what could you do with that lariat? Could it be a belt? Could it be a headband? Could it be a bracelet, the, the strand you were playing with earlier, you should try to coil it around your brace, your wrist as many times as you can. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. that would make a great bracelet. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love thinking of new creative ways to wear them. And that's kind of what keeps things current and keeps things signature, right? Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. way you style it, the way you wear it. Um, so, you know, I have a question for you because this is something that I'm not, I, I, I think it's true, but to test the um, <laughs> to test the the um, realness of pearls, is there a test? Because I think I know that there is one, but can you tell yep. us? You, you bite it. You bite it. You drag it across your teeth, <laughs> which yeah. is kind of gross. But you you really do bite it. And if it's real, it's going to feel like sandpaper. It's going to be gritty. And if it's smooth, smooth, then that's that's got a coating on it, and it's artificial. And I, I have a funny story. It was terrible. My husband bought me lovely pair of pearl stud earrings. This was a million years ago. And I wasn't thinking, and I immediately pulled them out of the box and bit them. <laughs> I know. Wait, what were they? Were they real? They were real. Okay, good. <laughs> I was like, oh, pearl earrings. And I went, I really just did that in front of him. It's oh, just, wow. It's just your profession. I mean, that's like, you know, it's a, it's a, it's your profession. So it, well, yeah, I know. Thing to do. I know. But, yeah. oh well. but yes, and, and you should try it because it, it, it is really, you know, it's like it's, you will be very, you'll be like, Ugh, if it's real. Yeah. yeah, it's a surefire test. And that's exactly what I had been taught. My mom had taught me that if you put the pearl between your teeth, if it slips, it's not real. 
which means, you know, it's kind of smooth. And then if it, it doesn't slip, then it has that grittiness that, that you know, that indicates that it is genuine. Um, so I thought that's an interesting little tidbit for our um, audience to know. Hashtag pearls and shine, because with the hashtag pearls and shine, the first person who puts the hashtag pearls and shine will get a pair of the hoops that um, Julie is wearing. And we have people listening to on the replay too. So Whoever puts that in first and hears this will get that pair. And, um, you know, we always wrap up, Julie, with sort of this idea of like the main takeaway. And um, I think one of the main takeaways is I have had this conversation with you is that pearls will always be timeless. They will always have a uh, function in your wardrobe as a as a woman and whether you combine them with another gemstone or wear them on their own wear it traditionally or wear it in a very unique way they are sort of a staple for the jewelry box would you agree with that and Catherine is here she's saying lots of good information and she loves the fun stories and hashtag pearls and shines to get those pearl earrings that um that julie is modeling for us today and um so what do you think about that I mean, I think, I mean, it's like, I believe it was uh, Sharon that commented that she's going to pull her pearls out. I think, don't think they're just stuffy and boring and, oh, you can layer them up with, with other things. The whole neck mess thing where you wear all the multiple necklaces is very, very on trend right now. So, so grab your grandmother's strand of pearls, throw that in there with your initial necklace and your baby chain and maybe another gemstone and just start to incorporate it in there. Um, I, there was a, another, I, I love gemstone quotes but i believe jackie kennedy said pearls are always appropriate i mean if you it's kind of like a a, a little black dress your little lbd like it's going to be your go-to throw something in your suitcase when you go on vacation you will have your little black dress you will have your strand of pearls no matter what you're faced with you will look perfect yes exactly timeless and classic as always and a tip here was one of the key tips that we got to learn is how to test for a genuine <laughs> pearl and Sharon you uh Sharon you see is saying I'm wearing them tonight on our pub uh crawl okay well I'm glad we had this conversation Sharon and Go ahead, put the hashtag. If you're on here and, and uh, you're the first person to put the hashtag pearls and shine, you will get the um, the uh, hoops that uh, Julie is modeling. And finally, um, an action item, just like Sharon was saying, going to that jewelry box and seeing how you can freshen up the look with, of your pearls, I think is a great takeaway. Oh, Sharon got the earrings. Sharon got the earrings. Hashtag pearl and shine. And um, I'm so excited for you. I'm actually going to be carrying these earrings. So my clients will get to um, invest in those if that is their style and we'll style the clients up with that. Um, but you know, that tool of being able to test the pearls is really cool. And then the action item is kind of going back into the jewelry box and kind of freshening up your pearls. Look, do you have any other action items for our audience, Julie? Um, I would go through your jewelry box. I mean, I think that's a great idea. I know I have even, I have like the little bottom drawers and the Ziploc bags at the back of the drawer. This weekend, go in there and dig everything out and look at it and see what you have. I bet you've got treasures you didn't, you've completely forgotten about. Absolutely, absolutely. And I wear I, them. Wear them. They 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 need to be worn. They they actually shine better when they come in contact with your your natural oil from your skin. Okay. They, they make it makes them even more lustrous and luminous the more you wear them. 
So that's an interesting fact. That's an interesting fact right there. I mean, because, you know, um, it's well known, like if you wear turquoise and you get perfume on it, it will discolor it. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, if you wear your pearls, it actually enhances their luster. Yeah. Now you want to keep all of your hair stuff and perfume stuff away yeah. from it. It's just not good for anything. Yeah. But you never want to like scrub or or wash pearls. You just want to take a soft cloth and just clean a little bit and then put them put them in a, a nice uh, like a, a cloth bag in the drawer, but wear them, wear, wear them. Yeah. That is the best action item. I'm wearing my pearls today and I, I, I wear pearls often depending on, you know, what is, um, what I'm doing, but I love pearls. I think they're ultimately sophisticated and they will always be in style. They'll never go out of style and they are definitely, um, the go-to gemstone for the Royals. Um, so, uh, that is always something to be inter interested in if you're, you know, if you're thinking about style in general and fashion. Um, and of course, Chanel always made stuff with pearls. I mean, gosh, that is like the biggest hat fashion house of, in the world and, and they still style with pearls. So we know that they are a mm -hmm. real big um, staple for most women. So thank you for being here, Julie. What a wonderful, <laughs> wonder, wonderful uh, interview and dialogue. Thank you all thank of you. you. Waste Up Wardrobe Nation, Sharon and uh, Sharon, the other Sharon and Catherine, so many of you who are going to be listening to the replay on this. Uh, Julie, as a final, I just want to know if people want to check out your designs, um, or learn more about your story, where should they go to find you? Um, go to uh, juliodesigns.com. So it's um, J-O-L-I-O-D-E-S-I-G-N-S.com. And then you're carrying just a lovely curated capsule collection. You have great taste to pick the best things um, so they can get them from you as well. Yes, they can. And but if you want to see a more robust collection, please visit Julio Designs um, website. We put that here in the comments, so it will be living on our website. It's a this evergreen. You can come back and listen to this if you want to learn all these interesting facts about pearls and why you should have them. But also check out JulioDesigns.com. And if you want to learn how to pair. Uh, Julio Designs pearls or any of their designs with your clothes, reach out to me because I can definitely help with that. Uh, thank you, Waste Up Wardrobe Nation, for another amazing show. Thank you for being part of it. Thank you for everybody who's listened to it. And really think about taking some of these little tidbits back to your closet and putting them into action because it can be really fun and a great fresh way to look at your pearls. So with that, that's the Waste Up Wardrobe Weekly Wrap-Up. And I will look forward to seeing you next week at the same time, same place, 1130 Pacific Standard Time, where you can join us and tell a friend about us.